All right, welcome back, welcome back. We're back at it with the boys. See, I'm taking, you know, Gabe's spot. It's my turn. Got to get my shine back. Your boys here doing it's it. It's my turn. If you didn't know, I'm Joe, Joe. You already know. You got your boy Julian up there. You got Gabe, Texas finest, and the boys are back. Texas We're back together. Episode uh, episode eighty five. Real fans podcast. Uh, first off, I just want to thank everyone. Uh, for the views, for the listens, tuning in to what we have to say. You know, we're just we're just a regular group of guys who like to talk shit about I mean, sports, right? What you I guys look updated. You know what I mean? Uh, excluding Julian, you know, he 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 likes his two sports, he sticks to the side. But like Gabe and I, you know, we're we're more open to everything. You know, we like to discuss, you know, all the sports for all the fans. What? Real I think I'm a fan of more sports than you are, Jojo. Uh, just because he has 20 <laughs> soccer teams, he says he's a real f- sports fan. Listen, listen, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Julian, Julian represents five different cities, four different you countries know what? of sports. Yeah. We, we call that bandwagon I, around here. I don't want to dog him. You know why? Because you know what? He brings another perspective. You know, he he represents, a, a, you know, something that I don't follow. He brings it to me. I'm like, okay, I'm more informed. So thank you. Hey, also check out Real Fans, uh, the Real Fans FC because they have that soccer pack podcast over there. Julian, tell them about that. Uh, all the yep. recordings you guys are doing. That's a fact, yep. man. Episode so coming so out we, we tomorrow got, got for that. Going on. You said episode yeah. tomorrow? What we got going on tomorrow? Well, I guess by the time this is recording, it'll be the day before. So you guys will already see it. But yeah. Yeah. We appreciate all our fans, all our even the soccer fans. Julie, get into it. What's up? You want to talk even about the cricket all, all fans, the court, the cornhole <laughs> fans. Those. Um, so obviously, as always, let's talk about the kickoff the show with some NFL, some American football, and right, the right. recently new kickoff rule. I don't know if you guys heard anything about no. this game. What do you know about the kickoff rule? I know absolutely nothing. So you're bringing it to the table. You got to inform me. Teach me like I'm five years old because I, I know nothing about okay. this. Okay. I, I heard so. a small little 30-second you know, segment on it. Didn't really tune in. But I'm still shocked that year after year in these last few years, NFL has been making changes, You know, whether they're you know for the better or for the worse. They're trying to be proactive and, I guess, you know, making the game even better than what it is. So. Yeah, yeah and player safety and all this other stuff. Yeah. So basically, they're pretty much changing the kickoff, something that they've been the same for decades. I mean, um, and, you know, we all said, like, when the NFL, when the XFL came in and signed that deal with the NFL, that it was going to be like it's guinea pig, you know? Like, it was going to be testing things out, trying things out. And I, this is going to be kind of the first thing that we're kind of getting in this new partnership is the new kickoffs. It's not exactly the same, um, but it's pretty similar. So basically what happened, so there's two changes to the kickoffs and then kickoffs from safeties. So as for the standard kickoff, which is what we're going to see the most, you can now catch a fair catch and immediately go to the 25-yard line. Before, Mm -hmm. your fair catch would only count to where you're standing at the moment, or you let it go for a touchback and go to the 20. So are we talking kickoff here or we're talking punts? Kickoff, yeah. not punts. You could do so a you can now catch now for, for a kickoff. To go to the 20. You always could, but you never saw it because. They always kicked it in the back. It was always worth running it. It was always yeah. worth running it. Like, so, like if you caught it at the five, you're going to run it because you're not going to like stop at the five and do a fair catch. Um, yeah. So now you can fair catch and go straight to the 25. Now, NFL projects that these kickoff term kickoff returns are going to be reduced with the new fair catch rule by seven percent. 
Yeah. So basically, so what they're that, trying to do that, is reduce. How do you feel about that? Do you, do you think that's better for the game in a sense? Like, don't we want to? So see here's kind of the reasoning the behind this. So it says they believe that will lead to a 15 percent drop in concussion on those plays. So one of the reasons why XFL tried to do these things in the first place and change it is that some of the hardest impacts, and I mean, if you go to YouTube right now, look at the hardest hits in NFL history. A lot of them are from kickoffs. A but lot of running them. Full speed because from the other end. you're running yeah. full speed. You have a lot of practice squad guys, guys who aren't starters, so they're going all out full speed from like 40 yards from each other and just hammer each other in. So what they're trying to do is come up with a way to like stop so much of those hard hitting collisions from full sprints. What XFL did was almost kind of made it like an onside almost to where you had your whole line of defenders in front of you. And then you're only like five or 10 yards behind them. And then they would kick it off to you. And then you would immediately run with your defenders in front of you versus like historically, everybody's kind of separated throughout the field. And then you have these large gaps. So they're trying to like eliminate the gaps and eliminate so much. Like it's a little bit more kind of, they kind of turned it more to in like a running back running from like the I formation instead of like, you know, these big open gaps running down the middle. So they kind of did the best of both worlds in not doing this. But I guess, Gabe, I'll start with you. What do you kind of think? Oh, also, too, a lot of people in the NFL world aren't happy about this. They feel it's helping offenses lately, which is what the NFL has been doing for the last, like, 10 years is helping offenses. He said this game is turning into flag football. Yeah. So, Um, Gabe, let me know what you think of all these. Um, overall, oh, I, okay. I forgot to mention the safeties. So when a defense gets a safety, we all know what a safety is, correct? So right, instead right. of points and they get the a kickoff. Oh, the right? kickoff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you get the two points and then you get the ball back. So instead Got of it. kicking the ball from the tee from the 35-yard line, the team must play the ball, must put the ball in play with a free kick, punt, drop kick, place kick from the 20-yard line. So basically, they're moving it back. So instead of the 35, you now have to so, kick from the 20. So, so it's getting the team who got the safety. Rewarding, yeah, they're rewarding more, more to the defense who got that safety. Okay. Um, all right, overall, let's talk about this kickoff rule. I mean, in general, I felt like they've been trying to make the game safer. If you notice, they, they did move the ball. Like, they did move uh, where the kickoff started. And if you watch the games in the past couple of years, every time there's a kickoff, they're booting it in the back of – yeah, uh, the end zone. So it's not even like a play. Like it's not even like you know maybe an off chance. If you, as long as the kicker doesn't go too far left or too far right, it's generally going to be uh, a touchback, anyways. Regardless. So the fact that they're changing it, um, obviously, I mean, it's good for player safety as far as action on the field. Um, you know, I think it's kind of a wasted play to me, honestly. Like it's just kind of we see him kick off. It goes in the back of the end zone. They go to commercial. It's like a it's like a three minute span where like okay, now we know you know once yeah. once a team scores a touchdown, and does a kickoff, it's gonna be there's like a, a lull in in the gameplay. So as far as player safety, I think it's excellent. As far as like action that you want to see in the game, I mean, it's just gonna be kind of more of the same, I guess. Um, uh, I do like you mentioned uh, with the uh, safety touchback. I do like that. I think that causes more action. It's like yo. If you're if you're the defense, it, it's rewarding defense more, right? If you push them back and you actually uh, tackle them in the end zone, um, you know you get reward with points and the ball because two points compared to you know if the team scores six points, 
Um, I think I think that's pretty fair. It, it makes it exciting, right? It's gonna it's gonna reward really good defenses, and you know it's gonna force offenses, the quarterback, to like get rid of the ball, make some plays, do something, because uh, you you don't want to get stuck in the in the back of the end zone like that. So yeah. overall, I, I'm I'm pretty cool with it. in general, as far as like. Uh, you know, the kick, like I said, the kickoffs, it's like just going to be more of the same. I don't think it's going to be anything dynamic. It's just going to be something new, you know, that we have to get used to, but uh, more, more of the same. I don't know, Jojo, how you feel about in general about these new rules. Yes. I mean, I just got a follow up question. I actually forgot. Um, so when you get a touchback, right, where do they put you on the 20 or the 30? No, they put you on the 20, but now it's going to be the 25, apparently, to the new rules. So, so even I don't, for touchback, no, it's going to be 25, I, I, or it's just a fair well, catch? That's the thing. I don't know. It doesn't say. It says for a fair catch. I don't know if it's 20 for the a touchback. Yeah. I'm assuming from what I've just read, it's just the fair catch. Yeah. And I, because it kind of makes sense. You want to reward the kicker for getting a touchback. So, like, if you're giving them more yardage, because it's a good thing for a kicker to get a touchback because you're limiting the ability for them. To they don't have the ball, right? You can't if the ball's not in the – yeah. But they can do that every play if they really wanted to to avoid – a fair catch, then they'll just. But sometimes touchbacks. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. I mean, I think most of the time kickers try to go for touchbacks, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. I know, feel like they. Due to win, I didn't know that. I didn't know they try it. I thought they always tried to at least, no. you know, make a playable ball. I don't know what benefits the team more, right? Because then what's the point? Because if you, if you make a playable ball, you're you're limited. You're giving the opportunity for the other receiving team. To go past the twenty versus if you and get a that uh, that I understand, 20. but I just thought it's part of the game to like put yeah. the the ball in play. Like so, then yeah. I feel like if you're gonna put the ball in play, and you know they're able to do a fair catch, and that brings them even closer every play. Like if they don't want to risk, or if they can't analyze the field or where players are, um, versus a touchback, which is only twenty. I don't know how I, I don't really know how I feel about it. it's less incentive. To kick the ball and to play, then you're just gonna kick touchback so it, if, if well, it stands at 20 yards, right? Because then yeah. you rather take the 20 than 25. And like you said, so what you it is is basically it play. it's kind of penalizing the kicker for not getting a touchback. Because then if the yeah. kicker doesn't get a touchback and it doesn't hit the touchdown line, they get an extra exactly. five yards. That's what I'm saying. So then there's less incentive to put the ball in play, which we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna see more touchbacks. Which, by the way, can, can we talk about this as well? Like, also, I mean, I can see that because I think ideally, yeah, yeah you want to kind of get the front of the touchdown to kind of feel like, oh, yeah, I can get this. Because if you hit it the back of the touchdown, then it'd just be like, nah. But if you kind of get yeah. like that one yard line, like touch line kind of thing, then it's like, all right, we got him back far enough to where we could probably get him before the 20. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it makes it exciting. I guess way for the kickers, but also I think it's gonna, in general, it's gonna kind of like dumb down like the special teams, right? The special teams receiver, the guy in the back. I don't know how, how Julian, how you felt last year about uh, you know the guys receiving receiving these punts. Like I feel like it's kind of been done down. I don't remember. You know, if you think about all the greats, all the great, you know, receiving guys, I'm thinking like, you know, Dante Hall, I'm thinking of Devin Hester. These guys are like, yo, if your punt team is out there. These these guys are out there like they can make an exciting play like that. Maybe they can turn around, give you extra yardage or even run it back to the end zone um, for yeah. six. But, you know, now when I see the punter, it's going to be like, OK, this is going to be done. It's going to be a touchback 20 yards, 25 yards. It's not going to be I don't know if it makes more excitement on, on the field for gameplay. So how you feel about that? So punting, from what all, all I'm seeing, is that it's going to be the exact same. Um, it's kickoffs that are going to be weird. So for me, like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it does hurt, like, special team, special team, like, returners. 
But, I mean, at the same time, I think a lot of people expect more out of returners when it comes to, like, punt returns. You're going to see, just due to the nature of how the play is, like, you're going to get more punt returns than you are kickoff returns. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more flack and pressure on returners, though, because, man, if you try to go for it and then you don't get to the 25. 25. It's going to be yeah. – you're going to get a lot of shit. And it's yeah. it's going to be – versus like before, it's like, all right, you got to go no matter what. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Now it's like you're kind of putting that decision. Like say if a kick – a returner picks it up at the, the touchdown line or just past it, it's like does he let that go? Does he it, – it's a little oh, yeah. bit more – it's something – it's another element to think about as a returner because now it's like, all right, do I just catch this? Do I go for it? Um so I think adding that extra element, I can see what they're getting from where it's going to reduce the amount of – it seems like what they're trying to do is stop returns from happening yeah. without actually yeah. stopping it. That's what I was trying Which, to get to. It well, sucks because yeah. it's like, like it's one sense. of the most exciting yeah. plays. It can be, but also – And that's why they don't want to get rid of it because everybody knows one of the most exciting plays in all of football is the return. Yeah. It is yeah. just the nature of but going. It's, all, it's also the most dangerous. It's also the most dangerous. Yeah, like it you is. Said, the defense is going back. They have to go back and then turn around. And then the guy sitting there underneath looking up for the ball. And there's guys, you know, you know, 200, 300 guys. They're running full speed at him. It is the most dangerous play. So I understand mm. the safety concerns for it. But also, this kind of dumbs down their job as returners, kick returners. I don't know. Just me personally. Uh, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, I think it's going to be something that we'll get used to. And it'll just be like. It's going to be weird. Uh, it's definitely going to be weird. Yeah. Um, and, and and then as for the safeties, I, I like this. I mean, I think you should get rewarded more. It's super hard to get a safety yeah. in the NFL, and yeah. I'm all for them getting more of a incentive, more yeah, more benefit yeah. yeah. Especially, I mean, at the end of the day, defense needs to get these rules and check, like get some into their some of yeah, some of said. So so much has gone to like helping the offense. Let the defense get some uh, love. Yeah, pass interference. Um, we mean, don't know what a catch is and shit. It's all kind of shit. Do, with the do, you, do you think Andy Reid and all these other coaches and players are overreacting though about it turning into flag football? Listen. Andy Reid, you got Patrick Mahomes. You have to. We don't have to worry about no kick returns, my guy. Okay, worry about that <laughs> offense. You got. You got a bunch of players. Yeah, a, a lot of. I will say, I'm worried about my boy Agnew. He's probably the best returner in the league right now. He's he's. So I'm saying he might though. be more diminished. Uh, you know, those returners might yeah. be more diminished. But I mean, there's still a benefit for a guy breaking forty. You know what I mean? So that it's like I said, it's all about. I think it's going to be a lot more decision making. Hey, we might even see more like formations and block formations because it's like, all right, no matter what, we're re- maybe the special teams coordinator is like, no matter what, we're returning this. Like we're gonna do this formation. We all like I don't know. Hit the left side. Let so and so break a gap right there. We've seen like from this footage, from this, like maybe we can leave a gap. Maybe I mean, it's a little bit more strategy from the special teams coordinator yeah, as well. It's greater risk and reward as well, right? Because you can play it safe every time and go to twenty five. But then hey, if you run it back, you can get to the fifty beyond. Like you know what I mean? Uh, especially yes. you know game time situations, right? You might need that extra yardage right you you might not want to rely on your quarterback at the 25 right uh, depending on who it is um yeah I'll, i've always thought that's the most nerve-wracking is like looking up trying to catch it and spot the ball but then also looking in front of you looking up and down up and down up and down seeing if somebody's coming at you and like kind of like visioning like that's a t- it's fucking tough man to be a return that's like, how you make that decision on the spot now 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 in your head you're like yo, yo should i call like 
you know, a fair catch. Like you don't know. That's why. That's what why I think the coordinators there. might come in more with like blocking formations. Like I know there always was that, but like maybe there's going to get a little bit more creative with it, knowing like no matter what, like look, we're down. We need to get yardage here. We're running out of time. Like we can't do a fair catch, or I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll see. Yo. Let's talk about because it's summertime, JoJo. I know you want to talk a little about MLB. Summertime. We, we have, you know, sometimes you haven't been on here a lot, and we never get a chance to. You, so let's talk about right. MLB real quick, and and, and what's you going on in the baseball season. Yeah, man, yo, let's get these standings up. Let's see how we're doing. Let's see how Gabe's Marlins and you know Julian's Marlins, aka Cubs, as well, because I can't keep up with the guy. Uh, Yankees, <laughs> one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Uh, we had a little little run of. Uh, this month of May, man, we're, we're, we're back in it. We're back in it. Uh, yeah. we went from last place in our division in which, uh, when we were last place in the AL East, we actually still had a better record than all the other teams, uh, in the other division. So, uh, central and West. So, uh, I mean, Yankees in a good spot right now. Yeah. Moved on up tough loss to the Orioles last night though. So, but yeah, yeah. let's get these standings up and, and then see how we're doing. I think uh, you know they're gonna be doing pretty well. I think the surprise team of of, of the season has been Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is just on fire right now. They're winning seventy one. Oh my god! Did, didn't they, um, did yeah. you see how bad they lost to Toronto? Yeah, like yeah, they lost like to one or something to like one or some shit. Oh my god, that was insane! But right now they're at top of the standing, obviously in contention with the Yankees. I just want to bring them up there. Orioles also playing surprisingly well, number two right now. But you know we're just touching summer. Summer, you know we're we're about to get into June, July. It's gonna be very hot. Um, as we head, you know, uh, towards, you know, we're almost like, what, a third or almost uh, halfway through. Uh, we were like 60 games. halfway. I mean, we got 182 games. Yeah, like we're, we're quarter of the way through. Um, but, yeah, man, if you really look at the standings, so obviously Tampa, you know, best team in the league right now, highest win percentage. And Yankees only six and a half games behind. So that's yeah. that's fantastic. Uh, we are in one Plus of the toughest divisions man, with the AL East. So I think every team in the AL East right now is qualified for, well, aside from uh, Boston and Toronto, but we're in the wild card or obviously they clinched. Um, so if you guys take a look at this from both divisions, um, what team has surprised you the most other than the Rays? We just spoke about them. And who do you expect more from at this point in the season? Um, I'm going to just go out and say Miami is kind of surprising me right now. They're 500, you know, but they're talking they, about AL or NL. I'm talking about just teams and teams. You know, oh, okay. teams yeah. uh, I'm going right. to go, go with Miami. Like their, their, their record of winning like one run games has been pretty impressive so far in the season. I'm not going to over exaggerate. I'm not going to hyperventilate on, on their record right now. Cause they're, you know, right now they're 500, probably not going to, you know, they're probably going to be fighting for the wild card because you see the Braves, obviously perennial right now. Mets, they've spent the most money on on any team. So I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to my Miami Marlins. Uh, you know, I'm not going to hyperventilate right now. Just saying, hey, I see you this part in the season. Also, who do I expect more out of this season? I'm looking at the Padres because now we have Tatis. Yep. Tatis is back. Yep. He's been playing. Um, you know, their hitting has been uh, pretty pretty decent. It's been okay. Um, but uh, I'm looking at that team. If I had to pick a team that's not – the Miami Marlins. Um, I'm going to be picking the Padres. I'm going to be watching them for the rest of the season. So I'm looking at them right now, and, and they're they're pretty low in the standings right now. But you know, yeah, we're just we're, we're just hitting the summer. We're just hitting the summer. Honestly, listen, but listen, you guys, you got Soto, you got Machado, you got Tatis back. Like that's that's yeah. uh, I don't even that's a lineup, man. That's an all star lineup, and they're pitching and, is pretty good. And LA continues to dominate year after year in the division. I know it's early on, but of course, who's sitting in first place right now? The Dodgers. No. Uh, San Francisco, eight, what, six games behind. San Diego, eight games behind. 
and and which yes i know it's early on but when do you plan on getting this cohesiveness and win streaks going with your team like listen last season they were 14 games behind la they snuck into the wild card and then actually beat la you know in that matchup after the wild card in the best of seven series so anything can happen but yeah. still like how many years you're gonna play second fiddle to to the dodgers like this yeah. got to be your year to clinch the division no, I, I will say the- for for me i'm not I, I'm kind of on board with Gabe with the Marlins, but not really. I kind of expected the Marlins to be at this point. I mean, this is kind of where they were last year, and they did get slightly better, and they are playing slightly better according to the standings. Um, outside looking in last year in the wild card, they were kind of close, but then towards the end of the season, they let go. But now yeah. now they're, they actually are in the wild card spot as it stands. Um, I expect them like fighting for the wild card spot, yeah. so I'm not terribly surprised there. It's kind of where I pictured them. To me right now, and look, I don't know what they did in the offseason, but I know they've just been ass for years now. But now it seems like they're fighting for, like, a playoff spot. They seem competitive. It's, it's they're competitive. Yeah. Competitive. I'm not saying they're the best in the world. They're not the They go on their little I'm talking runs, about, right? I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about the Marlins. I'm talking about the Pirates. Oh, the Pirates. The Pirates have been terrible for years. And now, well, no, I was saying I agree with Gabe in the fact that, like, this is kind of where I expected the Marlins. I'm not really surprised. Okay. The team that surprises me because they've been bad for so many years, and I don't know what they did in the offseason, was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pit, only two games behind the Brewers, um, 25 and 24. They got a, a run differential of plus 13. Like, I don't know what they're doing. I haven't seen a single game from them, but I'm looking at the standings right now, and I'm like, wow, the Pirates are like – kind of in that fight right now. I don't know if you guys know anything that's going on with them, but like they, they've been the, they've been bad for years. I know they resigned like the, the biggest story the biggest story I know is they resigned McCutcheon. McCutcheon was probably yep, one of the best players. Yeah, <laughs> and you know he come back back the legend. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't right know if he's belong. Yeah, I don't know if he's as good as he was when he, uh when he first started playing with him, but uh that was the biggest story. I mean I mean that that'd be something to watch. I'll, I'm keep an eye out for for the Pirates. You know, I'm yeah. I mean, very they're 13 and 11 away, the 12 and 13 at home. Like I, I'm like I'm looking at this. I'm like, wow, the the Pirates usually are, they're always at the bottom. Um, obviously the Dodgers. I, I agree with you. The Padres, the Padres, like, but I think they're gonna come back. They're gonna bounce back. Um, 100. percent The thing with the Marlins is, man, that minus 149 run differential because that's the problem with the Marlins. They'll lose big, and then when they win, it's like. A one close, run close games. Yeah, yeah one, it's, it's super close. close. So, you know, so that's going to hurt. Arguing, but... You know, Julian, I am actually very surprised where the Marlins are right now because if you actually look at the individual teams in their division, it's pretty shocking. And, you know, like Julian said, they were in this spot, you know, around this time last year, right? And baseball, it's a, it's a long season. This shit's a journey. I'm just 62 games. Like, how long can you hold that, right? Even the Mets last year, they were first place in their division the entire season and then dropped the ball at you know in the last month um, to the Braves for the Braves to clinch uh, the division. But look, so you got Atlanta here, World Series champions in recent years. Um, Phillies literally just made it to the World Series last year. They're underplaying right now and they got some injuries. Washington, World Series champions in the last couple of years. And then, of course, you have the Mets, who's been, you know, pretty consistent the last couple of years. Um, had huge signings this year. I got some pitchers 
Um, you got I Young think they're Town, you got Alonzo, you got Lindor. Yeah, they are definitely underperforming. So Verlander. I am surprised that the Marlins are in this spot right now because it could actually be a lot worse. But now the question is sustainability. How long can they hold this, right? Yeah. You're going to have to, you know, be consistent and, you know, not only rely on these closed games, but, like, you can't just give up all these runs as well. Like, something's got to give with their pitching if you really want to succeed and make the wild card. Um, but I'm pleasantly supply, surprised. I'm actually glad they are, um, they're there right now. Uh, but again, how long can they hold it, right? Because yeah. some of these other veteran teams that have World Series titles, they might pick it up in the second half of the season. And, you know, that 500 record could slip just like that. So that's what I'm yeah. looking at. Hope, hopefully they can make the playoffs. I don't count the the COVID year. I still believe they have not made the, a proper playoff <laughs> since 2003. Hey, so they need I want to get to. it. So yeah. they need to because I'm not counting code. That's that was they expanded. It was short season. I want to see them make a proper playoff because they haven't done so. And literally, this is now the 20th season. So they need to do it. And oh, we forgot to mention it. Did you guys see the new uh, Cincinnati Reds new logo? No, I have not seen. Can you new pull Rambin. it up? Do you have, you, yeah, I'm not like sure. You either of you guys or is that just their, uh, their city connect? It's a new logo. Those uniforms are really dope. It is it is a brand new logo from what I understand. So they rebranded. Okay. Pull it up for the fans to see. I have the old one, the one with the baseball head. I know that one. Yeah, I mean, and you they pull swapped over to see uh, their new jerseys are fire. The city connect. It's like all black with a red pinstripe going down. It's, it's dope. From from what I understand, this is the new logo. Let me pull it. Is this like potential or this is like official? Because I'm not. They put it on Twitter. They're like new logo. Oh, like a new uh, like a new jersey, the kind of thing. Well, yeah, MLB now is. Oh, maybe it is. Okay, like, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I think it is this. City Connect. Yeah. Well, because when I read it, this shit just said new logo. So I'm like, oh shit, they just like. Oh yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Is City, yeah, the Cincy one. The, the, yeah, I like City the text. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I, so I'm like, I don't, I don't, I didn't hear any news on them going a complete rebranding. Let's say like the Marlins, like last few years. They right? should, yeah. bro. They this looks so much better. I like the it's font. Both, I mean, the font. The I Orioles. So yeah, if you want to pull up the Baltimore Orioles, they actually just dropped their City Connect uniforms. It's pretty simple. It's clean, um, but I really like it. Nice aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, they should like the honestly. Sugar Canes, right? The Marlins, the Marlins Sugar Canes, is, that's their uh, City Connect, you know, jersey, right? The red ones with the little crown on top. Um, obviously, it's a new oh, logo, okay, but it's not that. like their official. It's not their official logo. Yeah, I just put the link in the chat there. If you want to see everyone, SB Nation did a, a story on it. Uh, do I have to pull it? Oh, up? okay. So they kind of rank the tiers, uh, uh, but that that was actually part of. Um, uh, like the new Miami logo, the, the had the sugar one, like the end of yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. the, sugar, the Cuban the team, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know, I thought it was a new, like, they the way it came off was like it was like a like a new, new logo, nah, so nah, nah. I don't know. And then also for baseball news, when it, uh oh, did we lose Julian? I lost Julian. Oh, Julian, Julian, uh, tapped out real quick. Uh, Listen, man, they had to cancel. Listen, we we had to exclude him out. You know what I mean. Um, you know, it's you know, me and Gabe just wanted some private time here on air with y'all. So, you know, oh wait, you guys hear me? Oh, now oh, here we go. Now okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. That was weird. Like everything's like freezing. I don't know. But whatever. I was saying like, do y'all think? Oh, well, first off, Oakland's not helping themselves in the standings. They're ten and forty-one. Listen, minus one eighty-three no, run differential. Right now. No, are are they? 
going to Vegas? Of course. I think they've been trying to they've been trying to ask for the the, the fans have been trying to ask for them to sell the team. Um you know, I, that I think that's stadium, inevitable. man it's is inevitable. atrocious. That stadium is so bad. That's probably the worst stadium in all sports. That's why no, the NFL kicked the Raiders out. It can't be worse than Tropicana, I heard. I heard Tropicana is like top three. Worst. Well, the, pro- the problem with – and I don't know if you guys know. Like the thing with the A Stadium, that stadium's from like the 70s. And I don't know if you guys remember. I'm sure Gabe does because the Dolphins used to, Marlins and Dolphins used to share. But like during that time, it was like normal to have like these multi-use stadiums, like the Astrodome, yeah. all that. So, so it was very common. So it's like this weird, just like straight circle. It's not like an actual like baseball field or a football field. So like that's, and they're like the only team. So I think the Niners had it too. A lot of cities had it, and they're right now the Oakland is the only team that still has that type of stadium left, yeah. where it's like this multi-use thing. And that stadium is a shithole. So, I mean, I don't know. I think man, RIP to Oakland. They're not just using losing one team. They've lost every team. They got the the Warriors went to San Francisco. The Raiders are well. That's Vegas across. It's now. across the highway. It's not too far. I mean, I mean, it it's sucks not to the them. same though. But eh, eh, whatever. Yeah, Raiders um, gone. But uh, all they got left is the bum ass A's. The only thing they live up to is Moneyball. That or they have to go say, for them was the Moneyball. This year ain't Moneyball year. That's for sure. <laughs> boys, I think we wasted enough time, boys. All right, because we're all out here. Listen. Julian, you got your hat on. I got my little beanie on right here. Jojo, you're wearing your... We gotta, listen, we got to talk about some NHL because last night was one of the most amazing games. Game four. Caroline, listen, I got the rats. The rats are here, boys. We got the hey, rats no, here. <laughs> the, rats ready. Ready. the rats are out tonight. The rats are out tonight. Gabe is ready. Boys, let's talk Gabe, about Gabe's what the greatest runs. Right now. And <laughs> Gabe, Gabe bottom to throw him in his yard. He's like... Listen, I remember this as a small kid. Right? I was playing by the, the last time the Florida Panthers were in a playoff. I was playing Little League and I had a friend on there. His name was Luis. He, his dad owned a bakery and his dad had season tickets to Panthers games. I remember going to my first Panthers game and I remember the, I, I didn't know anything about hockey. I wasn't a fan of hockey. I just went and fucking we won the game and people were throwing the rats. I'm like, oh, this is fucking exciting. This is so much fun. So that's back, you know, 95, 96. I was a small, but, but a wee boy. Man, weren't uh, they was, playing <laughs> in the uh, Miami Arena back yeah. then? Yeah, so they, they weren't even in Broward yet. That was when they were actually playing in the Miami Arena, the old Miami. Miami Arena. Yep. Yeah. Yes, they were. And, and boys, Abe's old. What a Miami Panthers. The Miami Panthers. I've been I've been watching the season, you know, and they've been playing. You know, it was tough because, uh, you know, the this is probably the best run of Florida Panthers like in a while. The last like three four years have been like pretty exciting, like pretty like yo. Not that they're, they're really great. Not that great, they're great. Yeah, not that they're great, yeah. but like they're competitive. Like, oh shit, we might have a chance like to go to the playoffs. Because the biggest yeah. thing is like, you know, they barely get into, or they don't get into the playoffs, and if they do, they always lose in the first round. And you know, obviously we have the big rival with Tampa, Tampa up bouncing us twice, two, three times. They win and win a yeah. championship, all this shit. Um, but this year, man, has been so special. The fact that they, you know, we get in that wild card spot, we get in that last spot, eight seed, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. And the, the first team we play is a fucking Boston Bruins. Okay, the best season record in the history of the goddamn sport. Fucking, they have the One most of the best wins. Teams we're in playing, history. We're pl- the ninety three. We're playing ninety three Bulls. Seventy two wins in a season. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, for having them in the first series, right? Um, Perfect Dolphins, seventeen yeah. and zero. 
And and you know to to you know it was a struggle. We had to go seven games. We beat them, passed them, get to Toronto. Toronto, like I said, this, this after not even just seven games after being down three one in the series. Yeah. Being wait, down, wait, 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 wait. they were down three one that first that first round. They were down three one in the oh, series. <laughs> so so you know and Toronto again. out here chanting, "We want Florida, we want Florida," because they go be in their winter homes, and then they get smoked. Had a <laughs> refuse to sell them tickets. Then they get smoked in a five game series. Should have been four. By the and way, then I was gonna say, JoJo, this shit has been paralleling like the Heat run and the Panthers run have been pretty much the same, right? We we face the Bucks. Bucks one of the best seeds. teams. Everybody expects them. Boston is the you know Boston Bruins biggest team, best team. Everybody expects them to go demolish them. Then Toronto. Toronto's like the Knicks, dude. Toronto, this gas, gas, it's, <laughs> all like gas. it's all Toronto gas. It's all gas. It's all talk. Famous, famous Canadian team. <laughs> all you know, talk. Like, yeah. They, they've been a long time. Literally been the Knicks. Lo- literally oh, the Knicks. So this, this, this run the the, of, of Heat Panthers has been parallel. parallel. But then, obviously, we faced the, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, and they're a really good team. They've been really good for a while. I, you know, they have a very, very known for, like, a tough defense. Um, and the fact that we came out with the sweep, it was a fucking tough-ass series, man. This was a tough-ass game. It was a series. Like, I expected this to be a long, like, six or seven. I expected it to go long. The fact that they swept is fucking amazing. We're in the finals. Yeah. Julian, I, I'll go to you, Julian, because you, you were watching the game. Last night. I, I missed the, the second quarter, but I jumped back in the third. Julian, talk about the whole game four and talk about the whole run of, this, of these Florida Panthers. Damn. No, man, yeah. I mean, the Boston Bruin, like, when they're down 3-1, I'm like, well, that's it. I mean, but, I mean, they came through. They, I mean, tough games. I mean, this Panthers, all what saved them was – literally winning away like those away wins have been huge they are i think 12 and no they're 11 and 1 in the last 11 12 playoff games 11 and 1 between five game series and against toronto and now a full sweep so to me they're the favorites to win it all you beat literally the one of the best teams in the history of the nhl and the boston bruins um everybody wrote panthers off they're like they're a regular season team. They haven't done nothing in the playoffs since the 90s. Now we're going back to the Stanley Cup for the first time since 96. It's a it's Dang. a crazy run. It's almost unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like it and it, it's parallel to the Heat in a sense, but honestly, it was way more daunting compared to what the Heat had to go through. And way more dominant too at the same time. Cause it's like you look at these teams, like going into this, you're like, oh man, like this is gonna be tough, but the fact that they just came back and they just absolutely like obl- I mean, dude, that's just, you went three straight on the Bruins. Oh, yeah, Julian. So probably like, he's lost for words. I never heard Julian like, lost for words. Like he's three straight, <laughs> three straight on the Bruins, and then to go five games. Like it's crazy, man. Like I said, eleven out of twelve games have been won. Um, so to see them back in the cup is is crazy. It it really is. It's pretty pretty like this is. This could be the first team that I've ever rooted for that's actually won a championship, like an actual like one of my teams. So I'm hoping I don't I break the curse. I break the curse. Yeah. They, they get it done. I need a team to do it, a professional team to do it. Listen, I, but, I'm um, just happy yeah, to be here. Game this, four, yeah. incredible game. Um, Down to the wire. Hot defensively. Yeah, super hard defensive game. Then Matthew Kachuk scores a goal. Yeah. Four seconds left in the game. Everybody thought it was going to OT. And then the score with four seconds left. And oh, I mean, every so goal in game four were beautiful buildups and beautiful plays. Um, it, 
shows how selfless the team is. There's like very heavy passing, just building these formations. And and then I can't leave without talking about my boy, Sergi Bobrovsky. Oh, man. The GOAT. I apologize. The number one cop. The I number apologize. one cop in town. I Gabe apologize. was slandering this man's name, and he is having an historic season, for a postseason for a goalkeeper, a goaltender. Absolutely insane. At one point, he had, I think, going into game four, he had a hundred and five shots. Yeah, and a hundred and four of them were saves. Yeah, we we haven't talked out of about the last like, 105. The insane. fucking insane 104 saves out of 105. Absolutely ridiculous. And even that one, it didn't even it wasn't even his fault, honestly. Yeah. This is the first game game 4 was the first one he actually got like actual legitimate goals scored on him, but his run was ins- absolutely ridiculous. His stats, he's, it's one of the best postseasons by a goalkeeper. Um long storied career and now he's coming here in florida and he might he's going to his first stanley cup ever like absolutely insane gabe was flaming this man yes, everybody was. was trashing on this guy i was. I, st- I was always a bob believer all regular season and last season i was like this guy here we go here we good. go and now you lean with a believer since and now since the guy like, got I was a, i've I always was a, i've always supported bob i'm like yo bob is the guy and he did, and then Barkov uh, came back after being injured right, look, in game shout three. Out, shout back. out to your boy, Absolutely. Bob. But like, let's get to your boy, Kachuk, right? Because in game one in this last series, he had the game-winning goal in overtime or whatever, triple overtime. Game uh, two, he had, the, he had the game-winning goal in overtime. Game three, he had the assist for the game-winning goal. Yeah, and then game four, yeah. game four, he had – the game winning goal. So are we looking at a modern day MJ on ice? Is like, is this what's going on right now? Yo, he annoys the yeah. fuck. He annoys the fuck out of the <laughs> NHL. People do not like Kachuk, and I love this guy. Listen, I, also, I want to apologize to Kachuk because when that ha- trade happened, I love who he, has, who he was, his family. Like he, yeah. he's he was that guy was built to play hockey. Yeah. Like his dad played for the Blues. His grandfather played in the NHL. American he's born. Like, he's, he's just generation. Born. Yeah, born Although, in St. Yeah. Louis while yeah. his dad was playing for the Blues. Like, it, it, so, I mean, that- I tell you what, as much as I love Huberdeau, I love Huberdeau. Um, storied Panther player. He helped get the Panthers to the President Trophy last year. But that trade for Huberdeau for Kachuk. I was skeptical. Was honestly, worth I was it. Skeptical. You, you basically, you, yeah, I mean, everybody was. I mean, Huberdeau was a, a legend here in Florida. Yeah. So to trade Wait, him Kachuk off for this up and, this season? Yeah, yeah, this, this season. Halfway, yeah. yeah, he got traded. Yeah, halfway. He got traded. Like, for, for the Huberdeau. Calgary Flames. He was a part of and who and Huberdeau is like, he's like a storied Panthers player. He's he's always he's been really one good. One of the most high scoring, highest. He has like the stats. Yeah. stats he has the franchise the record. Yeah, there you go. He has the franchise record for the goal for most goals in Panthers history. He had a really good season. He wasn't really slowing down, but he was getting older. He's like he was getting towards the end 30s. of a and con- it was like an end of a contract thing, Jojo. Where it's like, yo, yeah. we have an aging star. He's been playing very well. You have an aging star, and it's like he has value. And we traded for the younger. Offload uh, him now. Yeah, yeah uh, Kachuk, that's, Kachuk is, that's like that's like Bryce Harper leaving, going to the Phillies, and then the Nationals go ahead and go to the World Series. So they got rid of this man, yeah. and now the Panthers finally, you know, yeah. are getting. He helped them on so many great seasons. And and, and based on listen, based on end Crazy. results, based on the end of the season, Huberto had a terrible year this year, a horrible drop off. He fucking. The, well, he didn't the, have the he didn't have the supporting cast, man. I mean, damn. yeah. Terrible Pretty drop fair. off for Huberto. I mean, so, so when it happened, when that trade happened, I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, but you know, end result, 
like end of the season the playoff in the middle of playoffs it was an excellent trade it was an excellent trade we had this guy young i think he's like in his mid-20s he might be 23 25 yeah. and we have him locked up for like, mvp this year he might be mvp this year he, he might you know, we have him locked up for 10 years and like we got him in his prime though this is like trading for lebron in his prime we we got we got a, a nice guy kachuk i apologize to you Bobrovsky. i apologize to you i was done with you Bobrovsky is like one of the highest paid goalies ever in the history of the nhl and i was like yo i don't see it i don't see it the results i don't see it but now is in the playoffs bro is big 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 Stop Bob. That's what he's, I'm going to call him. Big, Big Stop Bob. He's the, one, he's the number one cop in town. Gabe, did you see that video I sent? Yo, that classic Bobrovsky video? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, About the, yeah, mm-hmm. the TSN guy, like that classic video. Oh, man, the number one cop. Bobrovsky. I apologize. Right, so <laughs> who's the Panthers' uh, opponent? Well, it's probably so, going to be Vegas. So right it's now, gonna, they're, yeah, it's going to end. They're playing. Yeah, they're playing tonight. Vegas, Dallas. Vegas is probably about to sweep the series right now. Vegas has dominated um, Dallas Stars. Yeah, Vegas is going to die. So you're going to see a Panthers-Vegas final. Two warm cities. Vegas is going to have home ice. Um, ice. Yeah, because Panthers had the worst record going into the playoffs. We're literally the wild card. We're literally the wild card. So, but the path for the Panthers was tougher. And they've proved more. They've looked more dominant. And... To me, I think everybody knows has them as the favorites to win it all, and um, I think they will. Being having not having home ice does not matter to this team. Clearly, I mean, you won in Boston in Game Seven, yeah. one of the most the hardest places, dominant, to play. best teams and ever in the history of the NHL. In Boston, you know what I mean, and one in Toronto, which is also a rabid fan base. Like, yeah, so it. I Yo. mean, obviously, going away, like going to Vegas, is going to be nothing to them. Like, yeah. nah, we just beat literally the Bruins in game seven at way. Like, and by no the way, shot. I'm a, I'm a root for the boys, but listen, this has been fucking Cinderella this, this season. The fact that we barely eked in, like I said, we beat Boston. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking uh, unprecedented. Yeah. This crazy. is what it should have been last year. Yeah. yeah. What it should have been last year. Last year, such a good team, dominant team, yeah. president's trophy. This is what it should have been last year. The team, for the most part, remained intact other than Huber Doe and Kachuk yeah. trade. Um, so, yeah. like, a lot of people were even surprised that we even made the wild card. We should have been a higher-seeded team in the first place uh, due to the talent that's on this roster. So, yeah. they still barely squeezed in. Like, a lot of people thought we were all washed, but, like, it shows that the talent is still there at the end of the day. Panthers were always a good team. They just couldn't, like, yeah. piece it together in the regular season. So, now to have it all come together into fruition, like – like I said, I, Man, I'm happy. We might bro. be having a celebration. We're, we're playing with house money right now, dude. Fucking bring out the rats. No, it's not, to me, it's not. I, lo- I love the season. I don't give a damn. You got to win. No, no, no. I don't give a damn if they win or lose. It's crazy to think about, like, Miami can become a city of champions once again. Like, like you have two major sports teams that could potentially go. Well, one's in the final. One can go to the final. And we're sounding like L.A. right now. We're, we're looking like Tampa right now. Nobody expected us. They didn't expect us. And they're both eight seeds. That's the crazy thing. So remember when Tampa won with Brady, uh, you know, the, the Rays made it to the World Series as well. L.A. when the Lakers won. won. Um, the Dodgers won as well in 2020. That was really dope. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, Tampa recently. What? Yeah, all Tampa, three. Tampa, like, yeah, the Lightning won. So, like, yeah, yeah. Back to so back. the Lightning won back to back. Yeah. It, and I, Miami, we have our shot out here, which yeah, it's just going to be crazy. If I had to make a comparison, I'll compare this to, like, to the, the heat where it's like, yo, once Wade got here, Wade is like, yo, 
uh, we're getting past the first round. We're getting past the second round. Like he's like, I'm done losing in the first round. You know that kind of thing. Where it's like, yo, not that they're the greatest team. They're not the best team, but yeah. it's like competitive. It's like, yeah. yo, not that you know. Like I said, we're we're not you know we're not the '96 Yankees or something. Like we're we're a small team, but like we we have a chance to compete. Not that you know we're gonna make the championship every year. Just like we have a chance to compete, and like yeah. it's something to root for. Like, as a fan, like I I feel like this is amazing. Julian, I disagree with you. Regardless of the results this year, I, I'm so happy. Like we we've gone farther than anybody expected us, and I'm happy. Like that. Yes, I feel like well, we have I'm a chance. Like the future looks bright for the for the Fuller Panthers. That's just my opinion. Well, I'm saying now. Now it's like, all right, you got to win this. Point, yeah, like, you, you have to win this. this. Like, at like this I like I get house money after you beat the Bruins, but now after. Yeah, gentlemen, sweep against Toronto, sweep against Carolina. Sweep, yeah. You you gotta end yeah. the Vegas Knights. Like I agree with that point, them. right? Because look, look, look at the road, right? You you got through the toughest team. Now the Heat, it's, it's like the Heat sweep. are playing with house money, but like the go JoJo. No, no, I I agree with you. At, at this point, man, four more games. What's what's four more games? And four more. You you know, compared to your competition, right? It's not like you're going against Boston in the final. Where you're yeah. a super underdog, you just—that's the yeah. difference. You know what I mean? You're not going against the best team you in the league now. Took down the dragon. Yeah, yeah. So right now, like you gotta, you gotta finish strong. Like, you gotta seal the deal. Like you don't know if you'll end up back here after this road to success. Like, and that's why I want to be happy. That's why I want to be happy about what we have, what yeah. we've done so far. You know what I mean? I get, you're trying to live in a moment and not yeah. trying to like, you know, yeah. You try to just take it all in and not think of the worst case scenario, right? Because you don't want their season to be ruined, whether win or lose. I feel you on that. Yeah. Take it all in, Gabe. Listen, four more games, and you guys, you guys are there. Yeah, but now, but now is the chance. This is the best opportunity. This is literally your best opportunity you've had since '96. Like, it is there for the taking. Like, it's it's like like you said, like you said, it's not like you're going up against Boston in the final. Yeah, yeah. Like you had, or like this is like the you've already took down the hardest opponents. Now it's just finish it. It's not like, and we can switch over to basketball soon. It's not like. The heat where you still got to go against the yeah, Nuggets. They go against the Nuggets. Right, this is the yeah, best. That's, that's tough. Like, that's a, you can live with that. Now your season's a success. You have nothing left to prove. Yeah. That, that's so, what I But if it was there. the heat the against, year. like, the Lakers, then it's like you got to go for this. Like, you got to win yeah. this shit. Like, all right, so let's transition over to basketball. You know, uh, obviously we'll see the results of the Vegas. Like I said, Vegas, Dallas, they play tonight. We'll see results. Probably more than likely Vegas, but we'll see. Let's transition to basketball. NBA news. Um, obviously the Nuggets, they sweep the Lakers. JoJo, I, I want you, you know, you, JoJo says he's not a Laker fan. He's a LeBron fan. But, you know, hashtag Lagon, apparently based oh, on his oh, press con. Um, oh. So let's, let's talk about your Lakers, your Laker seasons. Uh, you know, they get bounced, they get swept yep. in four. Um, and you know what? And, and on this podcast, nobody gave nobody gave the Nuggets love. Like I remember doing a preview of like, oh, who, who we thought nobody what? gave the Nuggets love. I gave we did not nug- predict the Nuggets I, in the finals. I, I, the nuggets. Nobody predicted the Nuggets said, in the finals. I literally nobody. called them number one seed frauds. And yeah. look, I look like a fool right now. I like, I'm never not Nuggets number one seed. Like what? The- I never doubted the Nuggets. I don't know where. I didn't think maybe they'd go to the finals, but I never was like, oh, they're going to get bounced like immediately. Like I always thought they were contenders. I always thought they were contenders. I thought maybe the Suns can like beat them, like. But to me, like the Suns were the only team I thought that could actually beat them. They dismantled the yeah. Suns, and then none of us yeah. expected that. That's when yeah. they kind of proved their worth. I'm like, yo, that Sun series is gonna go six or seven, right? Easy. And 
gave Obviously, out here slandering my. It could have been in favor of the Suns with KD, D Book, Chris Paul. Of course, Chris Paul gets injured once again. Suns just fired their head coach. Um, Aiden doesn't want to play. Like all this shit going around. Like, and hey, Nuggets held it together. And, hey, they, and by the way, I just they dominated. I gave my teams. I, I was. Uh, I, I thought it was maybe the Lakers, the Suns, or maybe Golden State. Also, I picked Memphis, even though Memphis yeah. played Golden State in that series. I picked Memphis as a dark horse. I was like, whoever is coming out of that series, maybe go all the way. So I, I, I did not give any Nuggets love. So I'm here to capitulate. I'm here to to bow down. I was wrong. We we all were wrong. Everybody's wrong. But JoJo, let's talk about your Lakers. Uh, uh, game bounce out and like kind of like comments that, that that LeBron said afterwards. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about the Lakers going forward? Like now after this, listen. If if they can actually keep that core uh, of young guys they acquired right before the deadline, Hachimura, uh, keep Austin Reeves right, who might be due for a contract. He's, he's nice. He's nice. Right. These you have to keep it together because if you look back, I remember they got rid of a young D'Angelo Russell early on. Uh, they got rid of Kuzma, but good. Get rid of Kuzma. Um, who else did they get rid of that was uh, really young? Russell. Guy in New Orleans. He's on New Orleans. Um, let me look it up. Forgot his name. Anyways, uh, Lonzo, early on, they got rid of him. And they, they were looking promising. The thing is, they're, Lakers is not a patient organization, right? They want to win right now, especially when you have LeBron James. You don't have the luxury to wait. Like You have, you have to win. Um, but I do still feel yeah. like... Yes, the season's a failure when you have a LeBron on your team and you don't win the championship. But from their seeding coming into the playoffs, I, I feel like their playoff run was still somewhat a success. Um, you came in uh, through the, the playing game. You beat the two seed in the first round. The next round, you go against the defending champs and the Golden State Warriors, who, you know, it's the first time they lost in the playoffs lost a playoff series, and I don't even know how many series. It was like over 20 series they won in a row to get to the finals every single time. Um, and then you go against the number one seed. Obviously, it sucks. You got swept. You didn't even show an ounce of, you know, competition going there. Like, you could have at least gone to six. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it is a failure in how they ended. You never want to end the season that way. You didn't really put up a fight. Or it just showed how good the Nuggets really are, you know. But as far as their run – um, you know, we remember we were talking last year. They didn't even get into the play-in. You know, uh, you know, it, it was just bad. It was bad overall. Even how they started this season, they started off like two and ten yeah. and had to fight their way back, right? And in which they did. They were dealing with Russell Westbrook and all these other issues, and you know, and they got to the conference final. Um, so I mean, that's just how I feel about it. It, it sucks and how they went down. They got swept, but it was a good playoff run. I, I want to give a shot, what, man. I'm I'm so happy we don't have to hear. This is like the perfect time of the year where you don't have to hear the word LeBron or They're Cowboys. Still <laughs> or, or, you're going to hear about LeBron. Cowboys. You're going to hear about LeBron. I am just going to hear about Dude, I am so, Stephen A. Oh, bro, where do they find these stats, dog? Like, where do they find these stats? I saw something. It was like LeBron goes 30 and 5, 5, 5 in the first half or something like that. And then everybody yeah. in the comments was like, Jamal Murray did that the night before, the game before, something like That's that. That's an LA and bias. Wasn't, LA it bias. wasn't talked about. Yeah, LeBron yeah, bias, no, honestly. It's not just Murray LA. did go. Yeah, Murray did do that. Yes, absolutely. And everybody's and like, but yeah. yeah, he cooked us. Bro, it's, he cooked. It's, I agree. It's, I agree. It's, it's, all, it's always like 
every everything's and it's so funny you read the comments and everybody's just like another lebron post another, LeBron. another it's one. always like lebron or like the cowboys or like something with like ronaldo like that like yeah. those are like their three big hitters like it's, it's always thing, man. always you that know, the, finish, the finish games you know question you know lebron's you know comments at the one he's not retiring yeah he's he's, you know he's gonna get this whole retirement tour and you know he's gonna jersey swap whatever. Come on, he's a legend. It's twenty years. So he's yeah. trying to decide his his future. Uh, how he's gonna play with his son, right? So he still has to wait another two years at least. So like, is he gonna sign an extension? <sighs> I think in his, he's in his last year of his contract. Like, what is he gonna do now when Bronny gets you know drafted? He has a high chance of being a lottery pick. So he's probably gonna go to a shitty team, which who knows? He he could take but- a minimum contract, go play with his son. Um, and when LeBron's on the team, you're automatically in playoff, you know, contention Whatever, regardless, yeah. right? You know, he's going to, he's going to do let GM, he's going to get some people going. <laughs> I mean, didn't the Lakers miss like half the playoffs he was there? I mean, no. so he was, then the bubble. I mean, they missed one. The first year they, they missed, missed that, I believe. He had like a, I, mean, I thought they missed three. three times, didn't they? I know they missed at least twice. They, missed, yeah, they definitely missed twice. twice. I thought it was Two three though. They missed two out of four, and at least and one of them was a play-in, and they have one yeah. championship. Yeah. So I mean, that's one not one was terrible. a play-in too. So which well this how year. much? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like how much like weight do you put into that too? Hey Jojo, let me ask you this because you know they're talking about you know talking about him possibly getting a section waiting for his son to get to the NBA. Yo, how about? LeBron going to college, like I, I, I you know, he, he, you know, big news is, uh, uh Bronny he got into, was it UCLA, or US, USC, some California school, USC. I forget, USC. USC. Uh, he got into yeah. USC, and you know what? LeBron's never been to college. He, he has eligibility. True. He has eligibility. True. He could play, you know, a year or two. You know, you go in there just Ohio like kind of hey, a Pull hey, a pull a Stetson Bennett, like a Stetson Bennett, like twenty seven, like fucking college. Damn. Hey, what's his name from? Uh, he played. All right, so he played with LeBron. He was in New York. He's a New York player, but now he's at college. He's at North Carolina A and T, NCAA&T. Uh, now he's no playing golf. Smith. Smith. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Yeah, he's out of the NBA. Smith, but I didn't. Hey, he got eligibility. I was going to so. say J.R. Smith, but I didn't yeah. know he was a college athlete. Oh, he's a college athlete. He's, he went back to get no, yeah, degree. He, he's competing in golf, like legit. Yeah. He's doing tournaments. And he's and legit, like apparently oh, really good. He's kind of like Steph Curry. Steph Curry apparently really good at college. Yeah, he's uh, really good golfer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really good golfer. So, yo, what what about that possibility of LeBron going? You know, now that he's I think that would be really, I think that would be dope, and it would add on to his legacy. Everyone says it, it, they talk shit and make jokes. Like obviously LeBron got drafted. He's a winner, dude. School, it's funny, bro. It, it's hilarious. Yeah. I think, yo, imagine LeBron going to Ohio State. To really cement that legacy over there. He wants to play football? Um, Whatever. Football. <laughs> I don't think Yo, play MJ retired for two years, wants to go play baseball. I don't see I don't see why LeBron can't just take a little yeah. break. You know, 20 years. What what more does he have to prove? Like he just yeah. now at this point. I, uh, you know, I don't he, know he why he wants record, to keep on playing. Multiple MVPs. You know what I mean? I don't know the why you that, want to keep on playing. He's still better than 90% of the NBA. That's what he says. And you know what? I believe him. I believe him. He made another all NBA team. He's still top yeah. 15 in the league. He's an all third all NBA team. And and by the way, I want to give him his flowers. Listen, thank you, LeBron. You gave me so many great years. 2012 to 2014, whatever those four years or whatever. You gave yeah. me great years. I love you. Thank you. 
I know you hate Miami. You're not a Miami guy. You fucking went back to Cleveland and then you went to they LA. Listen, I, I, I'm, so as long, listen, I love LeBron, but as long as you're not wearing a Miami Heat jersey, I'm going to root against you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going to root for your downfall, but I want to appreciate, I want to appreciate greatness. I want to appreciate greatness. Thank you for all your years. You, you've been from 15 years old to however you're 75 years old. You gave us great basketball, great player. Uh, you know, I, I like, LA should keep his team that you know maybe make a couple moves. To, to me, his comments after after the season is just like he's putting pressure. He's putting pressure on on the organization. He's putting pressure on Jimmy Bus. He, he's you know he's tightening the screws like yo y'all got, y'all got to do something. But that's a little LeBron move. Listen, I've seen the moves happen when he was in Miami. He did the same shit. He was trying to. Trying to boss around Pat Riley and shit and get his buddies in. Bro, thank God. He's like, yo, he Pat Riley, do you want to coach? No, because listen. Bro, thank culture, God he never fired culture. Eric Spolstra. The culture is white. That was, if they would have yeah. listened to him, they would. the Heat wouldn't be here right now if they listened to him. Like, I guarantee it. All right. So so let's Here's transition. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait, to carry on with you know LeBron and all this, and he, he should apply this pressure because why in the last four seasons with L.A., I mean, he could take blame too. I'm just saying. We're used to seeing LeBron at least in the top five of the standings. Why are you these last few years seven seed, eight seed? Like, no, we're not accustomed to seeing that. You know, yeah. and I know the West is tough. So it'll be a different narrative in the playoffs if LeBron, if the Lakers were a three seed, dominant three seed throughout the season. They've been battling uphill for the last two seasons. Well, so I think a big problem was it for this playoff run because I'm like, dude, like they literally went a freaking plan. Like it wasn't like, oh, yo, we're we're the second seed and we've been dominating all year wow. and we're expecting to win. Like it was not like well, that at all. Yeah, they talk about the Lakers all the time in the media, and I understand that. But like, if you really look at what the team was, like, were they gonna win a title? Yeah. We had those hopes, but yeah. Here, here was you know, the problem. The problem was him going to L.A. in the first place. He went to L.A. strictly for the name. The team was not ready to win. He thought he could go not there, play GM. and be, But the, what the Lakers really needed was to rebuild. The Lakers yeah. needed to rebuild, bring in young talent, develop new stars. But the problem is he wanted to go there solely for the name. And the team wasn't ready to take him because the team just wasn't there. You had a bunch of bums on that squad. Yeah. That probably yeah. aren't even in the NBA anymore. Some of them, and it's like you, you you can't just turn a team around overnight like that. Like you still got to have like the foundation there, and the whole what six years, six seasons he's been there has just been straight patchwork. It's all just like yeah. patching it here, patch there, patch I, there, I patch there, and eventually the the ship is just going to break apart and sink. Like it's just what it is. Um, I I genuinely believe, and I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on it. I think with the way the success of the Nuggets and the success of the Celtics and with the Heat, like I th- I think this like we're entering like this new era of like how you bid, build teams now. Because think about the last like big like transfers of like Kyrie, Harden, LeBron, Westbrook. All of those have now like fell through. Like it's not working anymore. Like the whole Nets experience, yeah, it, it works for a little the bit. Suns, and then like it works for like you're like a contender for like a season, but yeah. now it's like it's no longer like it seems like it's no longer the way to like really go about things. It's all about long term success. Like the Celtics are going to be good for the next like I don't know three to four years probably because of how they built we'll that see. squad. We'll see. The Nuggets they... are going to be good for a while. I mean, it's in the way they play. Like I think the Nuggets in particular and how, what Jochik has done for that team and 
all the supporting cast and the way they implement their strategies and their game plans going into it is probably going to forever change the way NBA is played, at least recently. I think we're slowly starting to enter into this new wave because, like, these are the most successful teams now are the teams that, like, actually build from the bottom up and, like, really, like, fix this shit instead of trying to do patchwork and throwing in a star here and there. When it, well, I mean, real quick, Gabe. Sorry. I know. But and I, I do agree with Julian saying right now. But in the past, it has kind of worked with, with LeBron whenever he's gone to a new team. When I say, like, yes, they're playoff contenders, like, yes, they are, like, finals contenders. He went to the Heat, obviously, big three, cool. Went to four straight finals. I started it. He yeah, left. he's well, no, the Celtics. Yeah, he left, went to the, a shitty Cavs team who hasn't touched the playoffs since he left, had Kyrie, who had no playoff experience since because he never played with LeBron. LeBron got there, four straight finals, right? And they leave again, don't make the playoffs once again. It sucks. Like, I do agree with the whole Lakers situation. And they didn't go to the playoffs that first year. Guess what? Second year, won a championship. I mean, there's you're not going to go every single year. But with the other teams building around, uh, free agents, Kevin Durant bouncing around, all these other teams, it's not sustainable. I feel like social media and all this drama is becoming soap opera series with all these superstars bouncing People don't around. Want co- I think I they're not wanting to deal with it no and more. Also, the organization, the owners, they're not being patient. Have you looked at well, all these uh, head coaches getting fired if they're not yeah. winning a championship one year? I'm like, what? What's going on? Like yeah, yeah. Nash. That, that's what, look at the look at the Kings. The Kings is a team that like you know they took their time, they built, and now the Kings. Yeah. That they have yeah, a system. Yeah, but it's been like 20 years. I, I, your time's well, gonna come. I'm talking about but, recently. And, and also yeah. you got bounced. You got bounced in the first round. So really, like you didn't do shit. It's not like you went well, to the finals. I, I want to give well, a like shout out. First year of like really kind of like playing well. Yeah, but. After 20 years, a team is due to make it. I get what you're saying, but that's that's. I'm not going to use the Kings as an example of trusting the process. It's been like 20 well, years. Well, no, I'm talking about as of recently. Obviously, the process has changed. Process fails. Pro- try process again. Process fails. This time, process worked. Like it's just like obviously and you're going to keep on retrying. But I, I want to give a point to to JoJo. I want to hit JoJo's point. Like you, like the Suns team, obviously with the transition of the new owner, right? You have a, a new owner come in, a new uh, an owner going out, a new owner coming in. Uh, the new owners generally want to spend money. They want to do want to make big moves, make a big splash. Like yo, we're here. We, no, look at the L.A. Clippers with with uh, the guy from Microsoft, whatever the hell, Balmer. Um, uh, you know, obviously uh, they're gonna make big stars. They're trying to make a big splash. Also, you gotta factor in like some some guy like KD. He's trying to he's trying to. Uh, kind of solidify his legacy, right? Because he's getting towards the end of his, like, you know, how many years can he be productive towards the end of his year? So, um, you know, with these big transitions, these big guys, uh, uh, these big uh, big name players, um, uh, you're, you're going to see that, especially going towards the end of the year, correct? That's why you look kind of look forward in the NBA to the younger players, right? You look towards your John Morant's, you look towards your Jamal Murray's, you look towards, because, yeah. uh, you know, as uh, the older older players get older, the young players still come and in. And they want more money, now. too. And, yeah. and they want money still. And it's like, yo, like, you're going to take, like, a James Harden Man, right you, now. You know, a, gonna you know a team that's, and, like. And he wants a big contract somewhere. But it's like, you're not going to win a chip. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, you leaving no, he, every no, two years. Like, it's not. I don't know. Harden, Harden has lost his chance. I can't imagine any team picking up and trying to do that. That's a like a legitimate contender. Oh, man. He'd go to, he'd go I'll, back I'll to Houston. I'll be surprised. So. The only team I could see doing it, and this is a team that tried to build through the process, but didn't do a good job at it. So then they resorted to the uh, trying to get stars was Dallas. 
you you had Luca. You tried to build around Luca. Process. You tried to build yeah. this thing. They tried, didn't work. So like, it was a rental. Try to bring in. Kyrie. I knew it was a rental. It was a rental. I knew it. And then the Kyrie thing, everybody knew that shit wasn't going to work. And I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like now the Dallas is starting to get desperate because they're afraid Luca's eventually going to leave. I mean, um, yo, they got rid I mean, of Brunson maybe. from New York. He went off. Yeah, he's good for and, them. He's and, good for the Knicks. They, they, they were lacking on that, and they, he's good for the they gave up pieces they didn't need to give up. And they just folded late they in the trust. playoff. And I don't know, man. Just crunch time came down, Western Conference, and they gave it up. And now they're, they didn't even make the playoffs. You didn't even get in. Yeah, that's that's pretty. So crazy. let's talk about the East. We haven't even gone over to the. East we haven't talked about our Miami okay. Heat. Listen, I'm wearing my goddamn shirt. Have we, can we talk <laughs> about the Heat already? Because you know we're here, Game Five. You know, tonight, game right? Six. I'm tonight. sorry, Game Six. I'm sorry, Game Six. I'm sorry. Tonight. No, today's no Game, game five. five. Game Five. It's Game Five. Don't listen. you preach heat in five? Yeah, this, yeah what you like saying? Heat in five? Like a, I listen, five. I was confused. Listen, I knew they wanted it. He's already predicting six. That's listen. what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. Let's see, you, you, you're getting me completely wrong. Let's talk about our Miami <laughs> Heat because we've been watching JoJo. I don't know how much of the series. I don't know how much uh, I, going to see the series of Miami Heat going against Boston. Listen, uh, as far as the Heat run that we've seen, Obviously, you beat Milwaukee. I did not expect a lot of Milwaukee. Obviously, you have a hurt. Giannis, um, uh, hurt. Uh, Giannis is hurt. Um, but we get through Milwaukee. Then we beat the Knicks. Um, and, and then we're, right now we're facing the Celtics, which is the, probably the second best team in the entire East. Um, but, you know, we win in Boston. Game three, they're demolished at home in Miami. They yep. win a game four in Miami. You know, pretty. Only pretty. because they gave up that run at the end. If they didn't give up that, it was a game, the entire game. Like, yeah. he had the advantage. And then they gave up that, was it 20 to 3 run or something ridiculous? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He, yeah, he led the entire first half. And then as soon as the third quarter came around, they just completely, like, lost touch of everything. Boston started getting it together. Jason Tatum was hitting it. They were hitting, like, um, so many, like, stupid three-pointers yeah, yeah. where they're they getting blocked. Like, like, they're not paying – like, how are they not, like, paying attention – that there's players behind them. I think Jason Tatum got like three blocks from a three-point shot from coming up from behind. I'm like, bro, stop trying to shoot the three so much. Check around you. Make sure there's people around you. There was one where he got blocked from behind. I think it was uh, Robinson. Took a right back, fast break, scores two points like right there. It's like, bro, like keep your head up. Look around. Like, what are you doing? So right now we're game five where, you know, Miami's going into Boston. And you know what? Listen, I'm not, you think I'm worried? You think I'm worried about going into Boston? This Boston team who's been so wishy-washy, they're like barely 500% at home. Uh, uh, you know, uh, with, with with the way they played, game three, we demolished him. Game four, they played well. They shot well. Listen, they shot extremely well. Miami hasn't been, you know, that game game three, Jimmy Butler didn't show up. Game four, not not shooting very well. But game five in Boston, you think I'm, you think I'm actually worried about the Boston Celtics? They're supposed to play tonight. They're playing a couple hours. They, you think I'm worried about that? Jojo, I'll go to you. You're a basketball expert. Uh, listen. Basketball expert. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. The one thing you never want to do is give a team hope, right? And this is – I'm glad the Heat won the first two games in Boston, right? Because then you have that confidence coming into game five. Like, we've done this already. Worst case scenario, Boston shows up and actually plays like – Boston's supposed to play 
everyone firing on all cylinders and he defense really got to step up that'll be worst case scenario if you have guys like Jalen Brown and Tatum and they show up the way they closed out um the 76ers series you don't want to see that version of them that's what you don't want to see um now as far as the Miami Heat role players right how consistent can you be this is really the crunch time game like you you, you do not want to go to game six. You have to close it out now because Boston's already proven they could win on the road. So if you go to game six, it's still not guaranteed. And remember, you are the eighth seed. And I know they're still ruining you guys in the underdogs and you're proving that. But have we yeah. seen the best version of Boston? That's the question. We haven't seen their best in this series so far. You don't want that game where they actually show their best because then they're going to look like a real number two seed. So I don't know if it's the Heat's defense that's been holding them, like holding Boston down, or just I don't know what's going on, you know, with their with their squad that they just haven't been clicking. I'm not sure. I've been watching the games. He just been dominant. Um, but I do say they have to close it out tonight. And close and here's it a- out tonight on the road and watch out for those runs. You cannot and, and give up a twenty to three run. The comment I want to make is in going into the series because going into the series, obviously we're coming in as the AC, whatever. We're coming in as the bottom seed, barely getting to the playoffs. We get dominated. The Bulls beat us at the end of the season. Atlanta beats us. We should have won that game. We do it in a higher seed, whatever. So going into the season, as we go into the Marvel series, I'm like, yo, we have no chance. Like I'm, I'm, the, I'm, you know, if you go back into the podcast, go, go download, go view the other videos. Not looking very good for the season. But when we actually play Milwaukee, I'm like, yo, we actually got a chance. We get through them, and it's like, I've always said this comment before. The Miami Heat have to play perfect basketball, not because they will win. They have to play per- perfect basketball because they'll have a chance to win, right? And, yeah, and, and that's, that's how I feel about this exactly. season. The way exactly. that we went through that, Milwaukee... The way we exactly. went through Milwaukee is the way we go through the, through the Celtics, who have been... The, the teams that have been... Preseason, they've been the the one and two team, uh, number one and number two teams that have been predicted like being the playoffs. During the season, number one and two teams in the post the postseason, number one and two teams. They had to play perfect basketball to get a chance to even to even uh, that th- they might win the series. Not that they're they're even yeah, exactly. killed because I feel like Boston has a better talent team. You look at the paper, you look at the regular season, they have a better team. But in this playoffs. Playoff is a different... Don't look at the regular season. Erase all that regular season shit. Playoffs is a whole new season. Julian, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, how you feel about... Well, I mean, that's the big problem with the Heat. It's like not all the role players show up. It's like half of them show up and the other half don't. And then the other game, it'll flip-flop. The guys who didn't show up now show up. And then the ones that did last game, they won't show up this game. And then a few games, they've all shown up. And like you're saying... If they want to get out of this round, which they probably will, but then if you want any yeah, chance I'm, of competing I'm with the Nuggets, you you have you have to play on all cylinders. All your role players need to do it. I'm sorry, Kyle Lowry with five points, Duncan Robinson two points, Max Truce nine, Kevin Love six. Like you need even even Bam with ten. Like you need more of that. Like Bam played 35 Honestly, minutes, got yeah, 10 yeah. points and five assists, five rebounds. I mean, zero assists. Like. I get playoff Jimmy, and Jimmy can take you a long way. But at the end of the day, you need all those role players to step up. I did say that if Boston wins that game four, then you're going into Boston. I can almost see them winning go and then going to game six. I said heat and six from the jump. 
um, even with that 2-0 lead because I thought the, the Celtics were going to split away. And now you're going back to the Garden. Like, I don't know. It's going to be tough. The, the, like, you need your, your role players to step up, man. Like, the only one that really steps up off the bench is Caleb Martin. He's the only one that, like, consistently comes off and, like, actually, like, contributes to the team. Like, Listen, you just and need I'm not more out of your role players. I, I believe they're going to get out of the series. But what I'm scared of is that you guys haven't seen the best Boston team yet. Okay. I don't know if that's how you feel. I don't know if that's how you feel in games one and two. Like, hey, maybe Boston did play really well, but the Heat just played better. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't the normal. Like, Jason Tatum's not going to do zero points in the fourth quarter every night. They keep talking about Jason Tatum. It doesn't happen like that. And, and, you know, it took took four games or it took whatever. Yeah, four games. He's been – he disappeared. A a fucking ghost. If if Jason Tatum's in the fourth quarter – a, a ghost. It's like you're playing five on four. So, mm-hmm. you know, and he's supposed to be this big guy, you know, we're a top talent. And, you know, I, I like Tayson Tatum. I would love to have him on my team. But in a playoff series against a tough team, disappear. You actually played well. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jason Tatum, for showing up in game four. Now we're playing game five. Can you sustain that for the next, whatever, for three games yeah, yeah. or this game? Yeah, I mean, the next they, game they got the game game now. Bro, I feel and, like, do you feel like for real, for real? I know, I know Celtics are down. Do you still feel like it's more pressure on the Heat at this point? Oh, are you crazy? More pressure. We have to win one game. All right. Boston I mean, has to win three win. games. Boston has to okay. win three. We have to win one. You, you think either if we don't win tonight, you think we go home and we lose? Like, the pressure is not on us. We're not the home team. We're not the favorite. Again, the beginning, yeah, of, the yeah. series, the beginning of the season, Boston was like one, one or two. You switch them whenever you like. Middle of the season, right. one or two. End of the season, one or two. Going into the playoff, one or two. Why? Why are they down three one? If they, you've been the favorite all year long, how how is that possible? No, yeah, I, I agree with Gabe. Yeah. Most of the pressure's on the Celtics. Like they, you this is a team win. that ever they, sh- they should have won. Come on, dude. I'm not. I'm not afraid. We just won two. We won two games in Boston. Why am I afraid of going to Boston to win a game? These games, they're just terrible. They're like uh, five hundred or around five hundred. Yeah, and they're not solid. And they're the rainy. This is not 08, uh, The two thousand eight. Uh, not 08. Celtics. <laughs> What the fuck? Why and am this I working? Is, this, is also, this is the reigning Eastern Conference champions, too. So That's it's like. Listen, I have. They're expected to go back. Yeah. With the same team. No, With man, the same team. I think, yo, I think Jimmy tonight, closeout game, right? We need to see playoff Jimmy 30 plus points. Bam needs 20 plus. One of the two role players to get in. And this game's a lot. This game's a lot. Yeah, I think, I think that. By, I think the Heat win by five, five or six points. That, that Tonight. that that and bam the, yeah. ten point game is like what hurt them. Bam, he just he needs to get twenty or more. He has to. And listen, the well, one person I have to worry about is Jimmy on this team. You know, we worry about oh, is Shrew showing up? Is Robinson showing up? Who, who Gabe Vincent? Is he shooting well? He's been terrible in the beginning, but he gives you good points at the end or good good defense at the end. The one person I have to worry about is Jimmy Butler, and I believe in my heart, Jimmy Butler, playoff Jimmy. Okay, Jim VP. Is the best player on the court. Would make, do you think Tyler Hero would make any difference? Or do you think this team's like uh, maybe. the same team? No maybe. I don't what. know. I don't know. I don't know what his conditioning is with his broken hand or whatever the fuck. I don't know what his condition is, but, but I'm saying he'll like, be good off the he bench. Held, like, he'll be good off the like bench. Like if he was like, but like this is still like relative. Like you would expect the same thing. Like it, a I defensive. Mean, I, just like, I just feel like it, yeah, defense liability you're saying, and like his shot selection, right, might ruin the flow of things. Maybe he still hasn't showed possibly. up in the playoffs since bubble, pretty much. Maybe, possibly, I don't know. We'll, we'll see tonight. We'll see tonight. But 
that's the thing, man. You guys watch it today, and we'll we'll see we'll see the results next week. Because when he posts this, we'll see the results. Oh, he's a heat and five. Yo, you talk shit because you said Celtics in seven, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about Jesus. something that the listeners don't listen to. Listen, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for checking us out. Real Fans Podcast. We're in the middle of playoffs. NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL, all kinds of shit. Julian, talk about NFL, uh, the uh, Real Fans uh, FC for soccer. Real Fans FC, man. We're doing, obviously, Champions League final coming up, so check out our predictions on those. I know we got roasted. Well, me and my boy Tyler got roasted for picking Real Madrid over Manchester City. Wow. All these wow. random ass British fans came in and just the started. nerve, the nerve of you. Yeah. Meanwhile, our <laughs> other our other co-host Adam went with City. So, but now we're coming into the final. We're gonna do some predictions and also to Concacaf uh, Champions League as well. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of coming to the end of the season. So a lot of a lot of uh, things are coming to a close in the in Euro ball. So and then probably fully focused on MLS and summer transfer windows. So if you want to see big incoming transfer news, you know, you know where to find it, man. Real we'll fans. See, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens with Messi. Listen, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm skeptical of what happens with Messi. But yo, we appreciate y'all checking us out. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for all the podcast views and subscriptions. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace out, everybody. Let's go heat.